0: Welcome to this most latest episode of Weird World of the Podcast. I'm not your host, Dean.
1: You're a host. Yeah,
0: but I'm not today. Oh. Today you're the host, Carrie. I'm Dean.
1: I'm Aaron. I'm Carrie.
0: I'm Jack. Today Carrie is going to tell us about something a little spooky, a little scary from the deep, dark history of the United States of America, the southern part, a little southern gothic action here today, I believe.
1: Topic? Oh, why not? mean? I don't know. It what means that
0: something means. scary and, and just I don't know, I forget now. <laughs> don't call me out like that. That's like,
1: God damn it. So, I assumed you knew.
0: I'm sure I do. I just I've forgotten. But Thought okay. Wrong. What?
1: That wrong.
0: I'm gonna look it up now and pretend like I didn't. I just exposed myself. <laughs> it was wrong.
1: Oh, what was the word that you didn't know what it meant the other
0: wow. day? Wow. Wow. are just piling Fool. on
1: now. Do you remember?
0: No. But that's hurtful to even say that. <laughs> All right, Carrie, take it away, please.
1: We're going to today talk about the Bell oh. Witch. Spooky. You guys ever heard of this? I can't believe I've never heard of this before. Uh-uh. Well. Go,
0: go ahead. and look up the word gothic, but I'm not.
1: We're going to begin in the year 1750, because I know Dean likes to know when people are born and where they're from and how they grow 50. up. Yes, yeah, 1750. 1750. John Bell. John was born in Edgecombe County, North Carolina. He was an apprentice barrel maker. Ooh. But apparently barrel making didn't work out for him or he didn't love it. It wasn't his passion, so he became a farmer.
0: I basically there are a lot of barrel makers that it wasn't their passion.
1: <laughs> oh I don't know. I might like to make some barrels.
0: I could see you liking to yeah. make a barrel.
1: Pretty passionate about it. I yeah. might make half a barrel. Yeah. Aren't,
0: they, aren't they isn't that a cooper?
1: I don't yeah. Know. Cooper, Cooper Smith?
0: Smith? Cooper. Just Cooper. Just
1: Cooper. Well, the who are Cooper Smiths?
0: The people who are... Make um, Coopers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. That's another word for you to look up there, Dean. I'm not
0: going to do it. I looked up gothic, and it's more architectural than anything else. Yeah.
1: Well... A little disappointed. No, because there are gothic romances. Yeah, I know. So... R- yeah, so I know. <laughs> um, okay, so John didn't love barrel making, I'm guessing, and he became a farmer. He married Lucy Williams in 1782, which seems rather late in this day and age.
0: So far, these are shockingly normal names for a Weird World episode. Yeah. From, from that period, I mean.
1: John and Lucy? Yeah. yeah,
0: but no one named like Hansel or Elder or something as a first name, anything like that yet. So. Nope.
1: Yeah. And, uh, well, there's... Or there nine is, first names. There will be one strange name kind Riff. of. What? Huh? People who have like eight first names. We always see a lot of those. We like this. Nope. Damn it. Elizabeth, Mary, and Catherine. (laughs) There's enough strange happenings going on in this story without having to deal with strange names. So, uh, John and Lucy settled on some farmland that John had bought previously, and they prospered over the next eight years. And they were very successful planters in the area. What did they plant? I don't know. Damn it. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hashtag they were. hash. Hemp. Oh, yeah. Surprisingly, a long time after that, like 22 years, in 1804.
0: 1804.
1: They decide to up and move to Tennessee. Hmm. They had some kids. I don't think they had all their kids by this time. Eventually, they will have eight of them. Damn. Because they're,
0: they're still producing? Yep. Because he's 54
1: by now. I know. Damn. I'm I'm assuming Lucy was substantially younger than he. Uh, yeah. yeah so, so anyway, they settled in the northwest section of what is present-day Robertson County, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, you know that? No. County well? Never heard of it. Hmm. At that time, it was called Red River and would later become the town of Adams.
0: What's it near? Place it for us. Can't. Goddamn you. How far is it from Memphis? Northwest, I said. How far is it from Oh, that's kind of Nashville maybe. No, it's not. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. It, it doesn't really matter because this is 1804. I'm going to need a map. They you have a map. have got then. one. <laughs> so anyhow, they farmed their land and built their family eventually, as I said, having eight children. Things were quite peaceful and lovely for this family. How? They had eight children. Yeah,
0: that Well, seems like that's what they had
1: them for, put them to work on that farm.
0: I like that. I like that.
1: They also had slaves. How can we don't have get any mm. cash from these little
0: bastards. They work. Bring, Give us your money.
1: No. God damn you. Because <laughs> it's not 1804. Yeah.
0: Shit. Shit. <laughs>
1: Anyhow, until about 1817, things took quite a turn.
0: Oh, they, they, were you saying they were, have? they had slaves as if... In kind of an approbation, like we should not like them.
1: No. Okay. I don't say it like that. Okay. We should not like them.
0: Yeah. They it had was. Slaves. It was. I know.
1: It was slaves. Late eighteen or late seventeen hundreds. And they had early slaves. Early eighteen hundreds in Tennessee. It's not okay to have slaves. It was all the rage back. They then, had a fun. I don't part give of a, the a shit. So it's okay to have slaves. Right. Of course, it's not okay, and it so wasn't Sorry, have a okay, hard line on slaves, but. <laughs>
0: He seemed very just intransigent about this whole anti-slave thing. <laughs> uh, very unreasonable.
1: Yep. And I found no stories about how they treated their slaves. Well... <laughs>
0: Do you look for those? One, just Googling how the bales treated their slaves. No, nothing, there nothing, was a all.
1: hint of something. But, you know, you never know. So anyhow... In, they have uh, any
0: biracial kids? I think that's uh, a that's n- sure Yeah, part.
1: no, I don't think okay. so. So in about 1817 weird stuff 1817 weird stuff got it first thing that happened John Bell was out on his his um, land doing a little walkabout checking things out he he um, always took a rifle with him because you never know when you might see a rabbit or a duck to shoot Or a bar uh-huh you might run across a bar oh a bear
0: no a bar
1: well he did run across an animal a strange looking animal. Ooh sitting between two cornrows, looked kind of like a large dog, but not a style, brand, species of dog. My, what? What are I, they called? Breed I, of No, dog? I think you need
0: to state of style. <laughs> I
1: like brand.
0: What's the style of her dog? Well, it's I like ex- brand. Nothing more capital. Hazel's a beagle style dog, I believe. Yeah. Isn't she?
1: Yes, yes, Not one that he could identify. However, it had a rabbit's head.
0: What? So dog with rabbit head.
1: So it was bizarre. So
0: it's a it?
1: So he shot at it
0: as well, one does it's the south Jerry.
1: uh but as he shot at it it just disappeared Ooh, Poof. So didn't that's... say it ran off it literally disappeared really one of his slaves also around this time claimed to see a large hound looking beast prowling the land
0: is hmm. so anything about long ears nope
1: hmm. a short time later a couple of his kids also started seeing strange creatures. His son,
0: Drury... Well, there we go. Spell that for us.
1: D-R-E-W-E-R-Y. I
0: still don't know how to pronounce I how to spell just it. I still don't know how to spell it, even pronounce it. D- Drury.
1: Drew, D-R-E-W. Yeah. Like Erie. I drew a picture. Thank you. E-R-Y. Now you're
0: patronizing me. Drury, and rightfully so, I might add. Drury, got it.
1: So from here on out, we'll just call him Drew. Yes. I bet they did. He saw a creepy giant bird. Uh, His sister, Betsy, short for Elizabeth, um, started seeing a woman strolling around the orchard. Another time she saw her in a green dress, like swinging on a swing from a tree. Wow. When Betsy spoke to this woman, however, she didn't answer, and then she disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Not too long later, you know, after seeing these strange creatures out in the... um, Farmland, they started hearing noises outside of their cabin at night. Mm-hmm. I and mean, yeah, so I'm just saying they they kind of had a rustic-y kind of cabin, not uh, like a like a um, big plantation kind of yeah, home. So, I mean, they were doing well. I think their home back in North Carolina was substantially nicer than their home in Tennessee.
0: I wonder where they moved. I think he might have been red dot on a map, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think there might have been a reason for it. So I'm, I'm not going to go any further. I don't want to cast aspersions, but I'm saying he was a pedophile.
1: Wow. Well, this that came from nowhere. Why do
0: you move from your lovely, successful farm in North Carolina and go to rustic Tennessee in a cabin? I'm a little suspicious. Yeah,
1: I don't know why. Right. I think there I But there might be a couple reasons that uh, I'll touch on child. later. <gasps> yeah. Um, so anyhow, they start hearing these noises. They were like rattling noises, knocking noises, you know, noises on that sound like they're on the roof. They tried to ignore them, but then this, the sounds... <laughs> like,
0: okay, <laughs> if you heard rattling and knocking, rattling and knocking come from the roof, would you A, ignore them, B, go see what's going on, or C, get the fuck out of the house?
1: Well, they might have gone to see what it was and there was nothing there.
0: I think A is the least likely answer, in that, which is not doing anything about it at all. Yeah. That's be scary.
1: I know. I said they probably what what's the least likely answer?
0: Not do anything. I
1: know. So I said they probably went they probably yeah. went to investigate and didn't see anything, so they went back to bed.
0: Ari's worried about the police catching up to his pedophilic ways. No. I'm sticking with that.
1: You're really on the wrong track there. Okay. So anyhow, they, they tried <laughs> sure he knows
0: John Bell. They tried to ignore
1: the sounds. Uh, but then the sounds started moving inside Ooh. the cabin. It sounded like a rat gnawing on a bedpost, or they would hear scratching sounds. Like it sounded like um, like fingernails or claws scratching at things, the floor and the walls. And then they heard sounds of rattling chains. When, and you know, this is in the olden days, mm-hmm. and it's dark. There's no light when everybody's sleeping. When somebody would get up and light a candle, everything would stop. They couldn't see anything there. The sounds would stop. Everything would go away. She was a
0: smart guest.
1: Yes. And it didn't just happen to one person, it would happen to anybody in the house, anybody and everybody. So at this point, they still haven't seen anything, but they decided something's here and something's making this noise. Let's try to communicate with it. <laughs> Makes sense. So when they. I know, wonder whose idea that was.
0: Do you have any indication in what you've read who specifically. Specifically said, "Hey, let's talk to these ghosts
1: No, but I'm guessing one of the children, one of the too. boys. i I'm also guess one of the children. Yeah, yeah it's not something stupid a man would do.
0: No, no, I have another reason for thinking it's one of the children. Yeah,
1: I do too. Okay, and I don't remember his name, but we'll get there <laughs> okay. in my notes. So anyhow, they when they'd hear these scratching noise, like the fingernails or the claws on the bed beds and the walls, they would start asking it questions, like. Uh, like factual questions like how many family members are in this house and then not because you know because they hadn't heard it talk they would say you know tap for as many family members are in the house and the entity what is what we'll call it for now right. would correctly tap out the correct number for how many family members in were a correct in the house. manner i imagine yes Wait, what what <laughs>
0: I just wanted to say the word correct more.
1: No. Oh. Whatever, Dean. Um, and then they started asking it yes or no questions. One knock for yes, two knocks for no, and it would answer. Hmm. And it would always answer correctly.
0: So it's in the house. Probably right in that room with them.
1: Yeah. Um, so it seemed to them to be intelligent. And this was happening every night. And then this is funny. It starts happening all night, every night. Oh. How can that be? Party. Well, do they take turns actually getting sleep?
0: I'm exhausted, ghost you can just leave us alone. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Wait, was it one for you yes, two for now? Yes. Will you ever leave us alone? Do you want something to eat?
1: So after a while it it everything kind of escalates. As you can see, there's a pattern here. Soon, it starts to actually have a voice. At first, what? it's a faint, raspy, whispery kind of voice. And, and it's kind of hard to make out what the voice is trying to say. Red rum. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm just throwing that out there as possible. But the voice starts to develop and gain strength. And pretty soon, they, it's like a woman's voice. It sounds like a woman's voice. Goodness. And Hello! The, and coming. then. Uh, <laughs> the to the to
0: what are you doing? What is that? What's happening? Diana Ross. That's Diana Ross? Yeah. What were you singing? <laughs> 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 no, no.
1: Eventually, there will be singing. Oh, she does sing
0: So maybe you're saying it was Diana Ross? No. Okay. Mm, but definitely.
1: you're not, not saying it was not Diana no. Ross.
0: Good of remember Butterfly. She Roberta Flack.
1: began to manifest in more concrete and physical ways, doing little tricks on the kids. Okay. Pulling blankets. <laughs> I like her more now. I know. Pulling blankets off their beds, moving objects, knocking things over. Although sometimes she got rather violent.
0: Whoa. She Rude. would
1: s- slap utensils out of people's hands. Wow. Pull food from their mouths. That's
0: my fork. I'm I told you yes, I wanted food
1: spill food on the kitchen floor and then she started physically assaulting some family members Whoa. Mm-hmm. like pushing how so pinching goodness then she g- began slapping punching pulling hair wow. scratching often ball kicking mm, doesn't say anything about ball mm, kicking but i wouldn't be surprised
0: Mm-mm. just be just like her
1: but she could often do this hard enough to leave welts bruises and scratches Most of the family members were targeted for these physical assaults.
0: With a swift kick in the hooch.
1: Well, it did seem like little Betsy Betsy. got the worst of Mm. her treatment. Was she the youngest? She's a little girl. I don't know if she's the youngest, but she's young.
0: Was she the favorite?
1: Of what? The dad and mom? Yeah, the parents. Mm. I I don't know, but she is smart. And obviously, everybody likes her. She's she is unusually intelligent she's really into botany and you know she really? she goes around and she can like identify every tree and flower and stuff so like that. so the parents
0: walked around saying betsy's gonna go places far she's gonna keep all her own teeth into the age of 14.
1: i don't know about that but um on one occasion the entity stuck poor little betsy with pins Damn. Rude. Mm-hmm. so she booed her the only family member that she seemed to leave alone And like was Lucy interesting the mom the mom the mom okay Mm. yep she at first she just kind of um, ignored her but eventually uh, she started seeming to be friendly Hmm. towards her at times at some point somebody decides to ask it what it is friendly who it is and what it wants her reply is, I am a spirit. I was once very happy, but have been disturbed.
0: So they're just now asking, who are you? <laughs> Wouldn't that be pretty much the first set of questions, as opposed to no. how many people live here?
1: <laughs> no, because it can't talk to you when they first started asking those they can questions. Ask. It was just doing raps and scratches. Oh, okay,
0: well, how about the first questions after developed a voice, though? Come on, come on.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't know. I don't know. Would you want to take the chance of pissing that thing off? I, would, I Wouldn't that be the first question, though? Why
0: mm-hmm. are you here? What do you want? Can we help you? Yeah. Should we... Who should we, we wants to bury your bones? Well, because we've
1: seen all the ghost movies. Yeah. The Bells yeah. hadn't seen anything. Oh, they've seen they some. They still bit. Nope.
0: I mean, they read some, read some of the early Stephen King by then, I imagine. Don't mm-hmm. you think? No. Nope. Yeah,
1: maybe I mean, Misery hmm. was out by then.
0: I think it was. Carrie for yeah. sure was out. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. <laughs> okay. Salem's Lot. Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah. So at this point, they've been told she's a spirit and she's disturbed. And so oh. they kind of have to figure out what to do. They can't really talk about it outside of the family because it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and guys you guys heard this. any more
0: news from your disturbed spirit in your house? Mm-hmm. Not yet. We'll tell you when we do.
1: And they think people won't believe them, or they'll they'll think they're crazy. They'll be shunned. They won't be welcome in church. That kind of thing. They don't want their neighbors to think ill of them. And because at this point, you know, people need their neighbors. Neighbors help each other, and that you know they rely on one yeah. another for things. We need to
0: borrow butter or sugar. It was either your neighbor or the next county over. Amazon so, Roan. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, you had to churn some shit yeah. or like makes get some sugar. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have a lot of sugar, okay? I, 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 let's just stick with the butter, okay?
1: So John Bell, you know, was pretty much in charge, and it was his call to keep it quiet at this point. After about a year, however, something started happening to John physically. He started having trouble eating and drinking. Well, He couldn't swallow or chew. His wow. facial muscles were swelling he was having a problem. Yeah. Uh, the kids were um, having the, you know, they'd go to bed and the covers would be ripped off their beds over and over and over again, slapping, hair pulling, pinching, all this stuff started happening all night long to everybody in the house. Jesus. Uh-huh. Jesus. He's busy.
0: Yeah. It's a campaign of terror.
1: Yep. So this is when John finally decides to seek outside help. On so, the plus side
0: though, John was losing weight and looked a lot better. Yeah. He felt better too. Except for the lack of food.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And palsy. I'm sure he managed to eat some stuff, but he was having difficulty Smoothies, I imagine. Great <laughs> smoothies. Well, John decided to um, confide in his and Lucy's best friends, just live down the road, James and Jane Johnston.
0: Just down the road, seven miles.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Lucy Bell.
0: Jane and James Johnston.
1: Yes. Like Lucy first tells Jane about what's going on and then later that day they tell James and invite the couple over or to a the house fish ball party to spend the night
0: oh, ho, ho, ho. oh okay go on to
1: see what James thinks is going on James I guess they think is somewhat of an expert because he he has a lot of knowledge of the Bible Okay,
0: so, you know, about ghost and Poltergeist.
1: So they figured he might know what to do.
0: They didn't. On the other hand, they were, they were. I think they were Buddhist. He I think the bells think may have been in eighteen hundred Tennessee. I think they were probably um, Jainist. Yeah. I don't think so. I agree to God. I don't
1: know what they were. I'm guessing Methodist. Okay. <laughs> as soon as they went to bed.
0: Apparently, non-Bible reading Christians is what they were.
1: Well, they just didn't have the the same knowledge that James had. He was a parson. He was, a, he was a busy farmer. He didn't have time to sit around and read the Bible all day.
0: Okay, well.
1: So as soon as it was dark, the wrapping started. The covers were ripped off the Johnston's bed. and uh, Oh,
0: really? So they're picking on the neighbors spending the night.
1: Yeah, picked on pretty much everybody who came to the house. Hmm. James started talking to it, asking it to reveal itself and its purpose for being there. He concluded it was an intelligent character, but he didn't have any idea what it was. He told the Bells that they should seek whatever help they could to figure out what was going on. So basically, I can't help you. Call a rabbi. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So, and at this point, the raspy, whispery voice was starting to change. And first it changed into like a pleasant sounding whisper and then into just like a full-fledged woman's voice.
0: That's when it sounded like,
1: hello, it's me, the ghost. It wasn't Mrs. Doubtfire. But they could only hear it at night. She didn't talk to them during the day, oh, apparently. That makes sense. hmm Whenever they'd ask it what it was, which I think they, they tried to ask periodically, they always got the same kind of answer, some kind of disturbed spirit. But once she started talking in like the full-fledged woman's voice, she became very talkative, mm. often quoting the Bible and gossiping about the neighbors. And she knew things about the neighbors. so. Oh. She could yeah, clearly so. travel, yeah, because she could go to other people's houses, and she started mimicking other people's voices, <laughs> like people they knew. So, and you she know
0: was, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds just like that. I mean, just like that, perfect.
1: And apparently, she was very good at uh, imitating accents and like getting the pitch of people's voices and you know, like the cadence of how people talk. She was a natural mimic. Very well. Yes, she was. It's kind of an a hole. She's a little mm-hmm. bit of a jerk,
0: but she was good at that. So
1: here's a story about her um, talent, talent at mimicry. One day, some shakers were coming down the road. I like the Ooh. shakers. To visit the Bells. And um, so the family had heard, it was, you know, somebody ran ahead or whatever and said, The, the pre- shakers, are coming coming. Down.
0: <laughs> shakers are coming. The shakers are coming. The shakers are coming. Everybody get out of town.
1: Perhaps they were bringing them some furniture. Oh, yeah. Or baskets. Some so, furniture good. and some...
0: Fireplaces? Is that the they are, do that? Um, I don't think so. No that's Unlikely. Yeah. Yeah, what do they make? They make um, furniture?
1: The people that currently ride around in horse and buggies do the fireplaces. Oh, it's the Amish. The Amish do Amish the fireplaces. I thought places. the Shakers made really good plates or something. No, um, they they make really good furniture. Oh, and The sure. Amish make electric make, fireplaces. I think. plates.
0: I think. Um, I, was think plates? I think, was that I think that that's China. Memory. I believe it's China. Yeah, I don't so
1: know. It's a false memory. It's Chinese. I think shakers make baskets, too. But anyway. Baskets
0: and plates. Or furniture.
1: They were coming down the road, and uh, Lucy and the girls were probably in the kitchen preparing to receive them. You know, making some food. I don't know. Bread and butter, whatever. (laughs) Setting out traps. And there was a slave boy who would be responsible for, like, rounding up all the dogs. A little bit racist, Carrie. A slave young man. Thank you. Well, he was a boy. He was a little boy. There's no hope for you. Um, But so anyway, when he he was responsible for rounding up the dogs when people were coming down the road, so that you know the dogs wouldn't bark and run at them and and like scare well scare horses stuff like that. And the but and so the family could from inside the house could hear the little boy you know shouting commands to the dogs. But this time, instead of like saying "Come on, doggies." He was saying mean things to the dogs, like riling them up to go after go the Go get horses. those white women. Go kill them.
0: Kill yeah. those the white women.
1: Go get down. Oh, okay.
0: get, them, get them shake them! Shake them. Shake yeah. them by the throat.
1: So the dogs started going after the Shakers' wagons and their horses, and the Shaker said, forget this. So they turned around and left. Was this
0: the first time the slave kid realized he could control vicious dogs? Yeah, they should have not given that kid command. Some other things he could have done earlier with that. You
1: guys aren't getting this. What are we getting? When the family went out and checked why the slave boy did this, the slave boy wasn't even there. It wasn't the slave boy. It was... The entity mimicking the slave boy. Oh, because it's a great mimic. But to them inside the house, they thought it was the slave boy. It sounded exactly like him.
0: And the dogs weren't freaked out?
1: No, they responded to the voice that they heard. Woof!
0: Are you a disturbed spirit? That's my dog voice right there.
1: She seemed, the entity, seemed to uh, be especially mad at the dad. John Bell. Yeah. She called him Old Jack, huh. which we know Jack was a old-timey nickname for John.
0: Uh, do we have any reason that um, there was enmity toward the Shakers, which is just fucking no?
1: Like- yeah, just messing with people. She okay. liked to mess with everybody. Yeah. So basically, she said she hated John Bell, Old Jack. She mm. s- she said he was Kinda. most detestable and loathsome. Hmm,
0: well, that's not very nice.
1: And she often said her intent was to kill him. Jeez. Um, that's mean.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. At this point, wouldn't you ask her to leave?
1: Yeah, I'd be like, can you please go?
0: Respectfully, you're no longer welcome.
1: Well, they may have. Thank you. But I don't think that was the I said,
0: good day, (laughs) ma'am. Like that. Say it sternly.
1: She has to leave.
0: Yeah, she kind of does. No,
1: I don't think so. You
0: don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Mm
1: -hmm. Get out. She might have been there first.
0: I need an old priest and a young priest. She might (laughs) have, but still.
1: She was also after Betsy Bell. She clearly didn't like her either. So, oh, wow. Also rude. And Mm -hmm. she, like I said earlier, you know, she stuck pins in her. She attacked Betsy physically, pulling her hair, uh, slapping her face. And the other kids experienced this kind of treatment too, but not to the extent that Betsy did. So, for some reason, she loved Lucy. Hated John, hated Betsy, a little bit weird.
0: Like dogs, hated shakers.
1: Mm-hmm. She called, like, she called John old Jack. She called Lucy old loose. Okay. And, well, one
0: of them is bad, one of them yep. is good. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: And she said Lucy was a good woman. And in fact, she was the finest woman to walk the earth.
0: <laughs> wow. A little bit of an exaggeration. I mean, I'm sure Lucy was great. Yeah. She's good I with kids but It's pretty strange. I mean, come on.
1: So I think because of of her hatred for John, people tried to, now looking back on it, try to come up with some explanation of why maybe he wasn't such a good man, or you know maybe he had done something bad in his past, and since this entity seemed to be omniscient and know about. A lot of people, and you know, she could go anywhere and Online, see anything.
0: Red dot. I'm just saying, she uh, she
1: may have known something about him. In Tennessee, John Bell had a good reputation, and he was considered a good man. But um, some people said at one point he was prosecuted for basically being a loan shark. Mm. You know, loaning money to somebody at a very high interest rate. Usury. Uh huh. And there was some talk of him being responsible for the death of an overseer a slave back in North Carolina which I don't know this to be a fact but could be yeah, what one reason why they had yeah. to leave a,
0: a white overseer who oversaw slaves or a slave? no a black slave oh, overseer I they were always white
1: yeah I don't know that what I read and heard so a slave said. who Did was in charge they, of the slaves didn't uh-huh. they sometimes take some of them like some slaves so they could like Pit slaves against each other. Probably. Yeah, they take some, you know, give them some, some sort of status. Uh, You're the overseer yeah. here. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have some sort of authority.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he was right for the job. He applied <laughs> like everyone else did and he mm-hmm. had the right qualifications and education. Yeah. I mean, it Completed was, sure. the same course. It was merit.
1: But other than those, I don't know if there are rumors. I don't know if they were even talked about at the time. But there's nothing specific that has to do with this particular entity and she certainly never said anything i hate john bell and i'm going to kill you because blah 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 so vague uh uh-huh
0: but evil
1: but she was vengeful petty and like i said omniscient when they asked her how were you disturbed and what makes you unhappy she said I am the spirit of a person who was buried in the woods nearby and my grave grave has been disturbed. My bones disinterred and scattered and one of my teeth was lost under this house and oh. I am looking for that tooth.
0: Your tooth, oh my, you're dead. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't worry about your freaking tooth. You're bicuspid, bitch, get out.
1: So this sounds weird, we right? Yes, but in this area there were a lot of mounds, I'm guessing like burial mounds um native american things right sure and why not at this time in our nation's history people didn't always treat native american things and traditions with very much respect hmm. but they still don't mm-hmm. i know
0: have you seen polder guys well Carrie? i would never
1: disturb a native american burial ground would you all of those countries and native american burial <laughs> probably <ground>. true <laughs> But so anyway, at one point, someone brought, you know, in during the Bell's time there, someone brought some bones into their house, including a jawbone that had some teeth in it. And this person was just screwing around and kind of threw the jawbone against the wall. Wow. And uh, a tooth fell from the bone and it fell down in through the floorboards, through like a, the crack in the floorboards. <laughs> And so this lined up with the story with yeah. her story when she said this, and we're like, they were like, "Oh shit, yeah, that really happened." Wait, mm-hmm. that
0: happened before the Bells moved there? Or? No, okay. after,
1: because I'm sure they built the house. Yeah, he bought the land in okay. Tennessee. Yeah. They built but, this house. Okay.
0: But that happened before she said that. Yes, but that was with the Bells. It was like 14 years present, correct? Hmm. Okay. Well.
1: So when she told this story mm-hmm. that that's why she was disturbed, yes. they remembered this happening. They looked and looked for that tooth and they never could find it so the
0: ghost would know of that incident as would the bells
1: Hmm. correct when uh i guess there was some random reverend at their house (laughs) and when he asked her what her purpose for being there was this is what she said i am the spirit of an early immigrant who brought a large sum of money and buried my treasure for safekeeping until needed. In the meanwhile, I died without divulging the secret, and I have returned in the spirit for the purpose of making known the hiding place, and I want Betsy Bell to have the money.
0: Now she's looking for a cash payoff. So yeah. now Good she's point.
1: so it's kind of like she's just making up whatever shit yeah. comes to yeah. mind, yeah. and she's basically messing with everybody. Yeah. And she wouldn't choose Betsy Bell. She hated yeah, Betsy well, Bell. She, hated. Yeah. she would choose Lucy. Give the money to Lucy. Yeah, yeah what the fuck? So yeah,
0: she's the greatest woman to ever walk the earth. I believe <laughs> I've heard. I don't know.
1: So she gave a good description of where they should go look for this treasure to you know mm-hmm. dig it up for Betsy Bell. So they went mm-hmm. exactly to where she said. It was
0: under a bank, they were arrested for robbery and no. served so seven years. No,
1: they dug all day long where she told them because to. Because they're stupid, and they drew, they dug like a big like six by six by six Jesus. square trench they didn't find a thing No. when they got back to the house the spirit laughed at them and taunted them about oh what they had God. and she taunted them in detail like taunting them about specific things that they had done that day and so it was clear like she was there she yeah. was watching them and could yeah. see everything they were doing so that's interesting yeah she could move around <laughs> what?
0: I'm kind of liking her now better because she does make them go out. And yeah, dig for 18 hours and find nothing. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of cool.
1: So we were talking about um, some of the other kids that she kind of liked. She seemed to like John Junior, and she was respectful of him. He was at the you know, his reputation at the time was that he was intelligent and well educated, and you know, just kind of a nice young man. I don't know how old he was at this time. And he and the spirit would have conversations about complex subjects. how (laughs) old is he? I don't know. know. Guessing like a teenager, he's probably, you know, I don't know, he could be 20.
0: What do you think about Kierkegaard? Got any theories about social isolation? Things like that.
1: Yeah. So, but I mean, obviously, she's treating his family not very well. So obviously, because she seems respectful of him, you know, I'm sure he had conflicted feelings about her. And so every now and then he would confront her. She would never hurt him like she would the other boys. Another son's name was Joel. She basically beat him and Drew. You remember good old Drew? Drury? Uh, Drury, yes. We're yes. Yes. Okay, we gonna Sarah. ask you a question. Joel. Joel, I uh,
0: just uh, that's the weirdest name yet so far in the family, Joel.
1: Over and, Drury? Well,
0: Joel? It just seems like a... Hold up for Banjo. (laughs) Or Billy... I don't know. I think of Joel as a not-backwoods name for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. And then their other brothers, Kevin and Todd.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, Joel got beaten up by the entity, and Drew was actually so traumatized by what she did to him, he never married. He stayed alone for the rest of his life. It made him gay. (laughs) no. I'm basically he had PTSD. I'm sure.
0: Jeez. Yeah. So she, I mean, like what? Like, like beat him bloody. I don't
1: know. Jeez. Just said he was so traumatized. Didn't give wow. specifics. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure she did beat him up. She beat kind up. A she beat up Joel.
0: Is he, am I wrong? Am I being wrong in saying that uh, that uh, Drury is a little bit of a bitch?
1: No. I mean, he got beat up by a Ghost and, <laughs> and. Wow.
0: Okay.
1: No. I think he's just gay. Could've no.
0: been, he's blaming on the ghost.
1: Yeah, and well, I was just traumatized. Yeah. That's part of Okay, is. okay, you don't have to marry one. That's fine. <laughs> <But, laughs>
0: Dodge the <laughs> bullet.
1: Well, so it was round about this time she decided to uh, give herself a name, introduce herself. Finally,
0: it's been what a year plus.
1: Yep, she, she... called herself the Witch of Kate Bats.
0: Kate Batst.
1: Bats. 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 B a t t s who was a real live woman at the time and she had been a neighbor of theirs <laughs> she bitch.
0: she's alive
1: yes why is she a witch well the at the time the definition of witch is not what we think of it today a witch <laughs> witches were believed to um it could be like a woman who had a spirit like a living woman had a spirit to do her bidding. Oh. Uh-huh. So the spirit would be called the witch of whatever. Hmm. And.
0: Do you manufacture these things yourself? Like bring them, bring them forward with a spell or something like that? I like don't a familiar know. or an imp? But more or ethereal, they more like Call your,
1: upon a spirit that yeah. already exists. I don't know, Dean, I'm not a witch.
0: I want to know more about this whole witchcraft thing because that's not the kind of witchcraft I'm familiar with. No, it's
1: not. So some people thought or some people think, that this means that Kate Batts, the real life, Kate Batts was a witch who basically conjured up this spirit, and it was doing these things for her. Obviously. for yes. So son, for, so that would mean for some reason Kate Batts hated John Bell, right? Sure, yeah. And, 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 and most of him. the rest of the family, but, dead not, but not Lucy. But not Lucy R. Yep. She's chill. R. Junior. Yep. To the children, they suck. <laughs> but, also, kids, oh! but also at the time, witch was kind of used as an umbrella term to describe anything supernatural,
0: even like ghosts. Well, it mm-hmm. can't be ghosts because Kate's alive.
1: Yep. Oh, also,
0: that's
1: weird. she's so it's not a ghost. She, it's a witch. again, she liked to mess with them.
0: Yeah. Tell them
1: all kinds of different things. She what was, did Kate uh, have to say about this? She was an early immigrant. She was a uh, you know, she told them many different stories about what she actually was. Yeah, she did. So she can't she, keep the story straight. Yep. So at the time, people kind of did see. Kate. Some people might have seen Kate Batts as kind of like a witch. Which sort of mole. Well, otherwise, she was smoking hot. a strong, independent woman. There you go. Which, as we mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. makes you. Mm-hmm. Yep, we saw what happened Adelicate. to Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama. Yeah, <laughs> she was married, but her husband was disabled. His name was Frederick. So basically, she had to do everything. She had to run their farm, um, you know, be the boss of the slaves and you know anybody who worked for them. And she happened to be very good at it. She was also eccentric Hmm. and kind of liked, you know she 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 liked fast cars and cocaine, played to the beat of her own drum or whatever she or marched is what that saying says. Uh, She was described as. Larger. She well, uh, gotcha. was chunky and funky. Large and in charge. Uh-huh. And fun. And she was funny.
0: Damn right she was. She could tell a joke. And by the way.
1: Filthy. Ooh. Probably. And she would put on airs. And pretend to be aristocratic. Okay. And when she talked, she would just make up words. She would just really? make it, made up words to make herself sound more hoity-toity. I'm
0: utterly bemuddled today, but...
1: Uh, <laughs> so, you know, she sounds like a delightful woman. I
0: like her already. Yeah, I'm like rooting Adele. for her.
1: She seemed kind of like the, the type of person who just didn't give a shit of what, you know, anybody thought about her. She just, you know... i this farm. Mm-hmm. So my dig.
0: Who would play her? Maybe Cameron Mannheim? No, Stone out there, who am I Kathy Bates. Bates. Patty Kathy Bates, perfect. Mm-hmm. Patty Kathy Le Paul? Le Paul? Nah, I'm gonna stick with Kathy Bates. Sorry about that.
1: Okay, Kathy Bates. Yeah. But anyway, she she wasn't evil. She was, you know, like John I Bell? said, a little John now Patrick eccentric. Wilson? Nah. nah. No? He's overused for these kind of parts. Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay. We need somebody else. Whatever, man. Go ahead. So uh from Sorry this about that Patrick, I tried. This point on they started calling the spirit Kate. Because she said well, she that's was. Not very
0: nice. What a Kate Batts? Witch? Did they even bother to ask Kate if that's yeah. her witch? She's
1: like, well, hold on a hold minute. Hold up. They didn't call her Kate Batts, but they had to have a name for her, oh. so it just worked.
0: I think we know what Kate they mean. I'm not <laughs> yeah. buying it. At least call her <laughs> No, Catherine. We mean
1: another Kate. Eh,
0: not you, uh, Mrs. Batts. I don't buy that. Mm-mm.
1: Well, the story of the Bell Witch became very well known and famous in the town. And she seemed to know everything that was going on with everyone else in the town. She
0: gets around.
1: Yep. And so she probably knew what most people in the town thought of Kate Bats. Sure. Right? So that may be why she just made up the story that she was the witch of Kate Bats. Makes sense. Because, you know, she knew. So she was more manipulative and, you know... Well, yeah, just like, else.
0: right? And most witchcraft scares, they picked on the ones who are outsiders
1: and marginalized uh-huh. and
0: or yep. at least different.
1: Yes. It didn't stick to their role, which Kate Batts didn't. With so. her
0: fast cars and cocaine. Woo! Yep. Did some blow up a hooker's <laughs> ass.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Mail hooker. She was, you know what she was doing.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I'm not sure exactly... I might have skimmed over something, Jeez. but apparently, Kate.
0: Don't be so uh, honest.
1: Gary. Would kind of, well Say, uh, sources
0: differ, but here's. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out
1: because there might be somebody listening who knows. I talk a lot more about this than I do, but might. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm talking about the ghost of John Bell, Carrie. Obviously, yeah. I was referring to that.
1: But there were other characters, and I think that means that like Kate would. Seemingly conjure other characters or Kate, or talk. The yes, okay. the the entity I said okay, from man. now on they called her Kate. Oh, got it. Or she would it like pretend because I don't believe that she did would like conjure these other entities. So uh, just do voices. Yes, uh. one was called Black Dog, Thank and you. Black Dog was the leader, and this character spoke in harsh feminine tones so so and then there were two other ones called mathematics mm. and psychography oh i love this i don't know what psychography she is She either
0: carrie she made up the word
1: and they both spoke in a delicate feminine tone and then jerusalem who spoke like a boy
0: that's interesting a female boy is sort of a a little bit of feminine boy, I'm wondering. I'm thinking, but mm, a boy, not a man.
1: Nobody said effeminate, they just said boy. I like boy, a boy, not man, though. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. You yes. see where I'm going? Yes, next. I do. Okay. So, this quote unquote, my term, spirit family or whatever they were, they behaved badly. They did naughty things.
0: Spirits behaving they badly. They
1: somehow could even get drunk.
0: <laughs> oh, this is becoming a sitcom.
1: They could travel to a distillery or whatever or to somebody's, you mm-hmm. know, little still. Swipe some moonshine or whatever, get drunk, come back, be silly, be, you know, whatever, weird.
0: Jerusalem, Black Dog, and.
1: And Black Dog was the leader. So. Swipeography? So that one would basically assign the others to torture. Whoa. Members of the Bell family. So like, nice. you know, tell them what to go do. Go slap that one around, go pinch that one, go, you know.
0: Say, but you're on slap duty tonight. <laughs> yeah, Jerusalem, you're going to pinch.
1: So I don't know, yeah, how long that lasted or what that was all about, but just more shenanigans going on. Shenanigans?
0: Do you think that's how they d- described it at the time? How about well, harrowing ordeal? Some of it is heroine. very
1: shenanigan-y, and it's a little bit comical. So but far,
0: no one's gotten really badly hurt, no. except for the snowflake that is uh, Drew, right? Or Yeah, right? The princess... Drew Drew who got PTSD wow.
1: from being smacked around You're by guys You're very guest. judgy for one who has not had to walk bit. in his shoes. I could imagine the high-pitched scream that would come from your voice <laughs> if, if and then you would en- leave if never you come encountered back and not an have entity.
0: PTSD obviously.
1: So apparently Kate's other goal, you know, besides killing John, was to prevent poor little Betsy from marrying the love of her life Joshua Gardner. A boy from school that she was smitten with.
0: I can't, I, I can't help noticing though that she's able to slap, pinch, stick needles, and things like that. But she wants to overtly wants to kill John. And doesn't simply stick a knife in his throat.
1: Well, she's, maybe she's not ready to kill him yet. Okay.
0: I like how Carrie she's has answers for ghosts yeah. at the at a mom's notice. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, go ahead. You said something about a boyfriend.
1: Yes. For some reason, Kate really didn't want Betsy to marry her little boyfriend. Oh. Uh, at this time, Betsy's only like 11 or 12. That's sickening. So it's a bit early. Yeah,
0: just start worrying about it then. And Good she probably Lord. wasn't
1: quite ready to walk down the aisle, but. Yeah.
0: I'm still not worried about these bastards getting married.
1: However, yeah. they did say Betsy blossomed early. She was married. 11,
0: Carrie. Now you're just getting sick.
1: She was very smart. As I said, she knew the names of all the flowers. And okay. She was a genius. She's: ready to <laughs> That's an she apple
0: tree. That's an ash tree. God damn, our kids smart.
1: So But she was also quite mature. And remember, people married earlier in those: but days. not 11.: No, but you know, they were probably just courting at this point. Ugh. But it was weird, and nobody really could figure out why Kate was so obsessed with making sure Betsy didn't marry Joshua.
0: Oh' so, Joshua. He's nine.
1: Yeah, the I don't know. Mature nine. Well, yeah. she knew him from school, so they were a probably a
0: little bit of a scratchy beard, but otherwise.
1: They were probably about the same age. So people like I said, it became sort of the talk of the town and famous so and it it you know, news traveled. So people would come from all over the country and even from other parts of the world would come to the bell farm to investigate the bell witch and try to figure out what was going on a lot of them were were coming to debunk it and figure right. out how they were perpetrating this hoax and that was usually their conclusion and a lot of times they thought that Betsy was responsible really? for the stuff going on huh. the one problem with that was Kate seemed to be omniscient and knew things that Betsy couldn't know like about other people in the town
0: what was her what was Betsy's boyfriend?
1: joshua gardner
0: so she knew that Joshua's balls hadn't dropped yet so they were not getting married anytime soon for instance um and she was not shy about telling people that
1: this is something that betsy couldn't do uh Hand literally stand. conjure fruit and nuts what? out of thin air they would just drop from nowhere huh grapes hazelnuts other fruits that you know they didn't have Around there, really? some kind Pecons, of fruit,
0: and no, they had that where do pistachios.
1: Where do hazelnuts come from?
0: Uh, I believe azalea the because small country in caucasus. No, I have no idea. Oh,
1: because some, some <laughs> things
0: <laughs> you were going with azalea um, for a minute there. She was like, Oh <laughs> my god, I'm impressed. Because
1: there was something that she basically conjured and dropped out of the nowhere hmm. that they asked her where she got it from. And honestly, I forget what her answer was, but it was Georgia. another country. It, yeah, Real. it was something like that. Hmm. So Peru, she you know, a dragon fruit on the
0: on ubli. And, <laughs> an and, and sometimes
1: she did this with a good intent, like if somebody was sick, wow. grapes would drop here's some penicillin. For what? To, yeah. Just
0: trust me, it's gonna work. It's, it's just bread mold. It is. <laughs> yeah. Give it some
1: time. Well, she did. Um, seem to be able to predict the future a little bit too mm. so strangers would literally just show up I mean obviously they couldn't call but they would just show up and um, some of the time <laughs> when people would come Betsy wouldn't be there
0: so they, they didn't call first so they're rude
1: exactly Okay. Uh, they could send a letter
0: smoke signal yeah.
1: but so anyway if you know a stranger would come at a time when Betsy wasn't there at school or off at a friend's house or whatever then they couldn't blame anything that happened on Betsy. That's true, that's true. And she knew things about people, which those people confirmed, strangers, Hmm. nobody had ever met them before, came to the house, and um, she knew things that Betsy couldn't possibly know that they confirmed, and these were, like I said, they were not only locals, but people who came from far away that nobody knew. She also knew her Bible... And the scripture extremely well, hmm. better even than the reverends and ministers who came a in. She could quote any part of the Bible word for word, and she could she would debate the meaning of Scripture with ministers. Jeez, mm-hmm.
0: man, that's not hard because no one knows what any of it means. Yep. So just yeah. you stick to your story, and they stick to theirs, and it's a it's a truce.
1: Yeah, Ooh. but could you imagine sitting in a cabin and having this? Voice just yeah, no,
0: that'd be weird. debate with scripture
1: <laughs> with you. I mean, but in Ezekiel
0: 2 3. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: good point, Kate. But still, I <laughs> counter with.
1: And apparently, she had a very nice singing voice, mm. she could sing real well. And
0: to the left, to the left, she actually wrote that. Well, she was more singing
1: Bible hymns, <laughs> but she knew them all and could sing them perfectly. So, one point. Remember James Johnston?
0: I remember James Johnston. He was embarrassed by knowing not enough about the Bibles. He thought he did.
1: Mm-hmm. His son, John, was a skeptic. He thought something was going on.
0: That is to say, someone who is slightly rational.
1: Yep. He devised a test. He was going to see if if it really was Betsy that was responsible for this. So he asked the spirit what his Dutch step-grandmother, who lived back in North Carolina, would say to the slaves when she thought they messed up or did something wrong so this is something that only his little family would know about and and the this uh grandmother was still in north carolina she had never been to tennessee and the spirit answered in the grandmother's dutch accent tut yeah. tut tut what has happened now
0: tut 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 what has happened now
1: yeah so apparently, that's what the Dutch step grandmother used to say to the slaves when they, you know.
0: Aaron, do that in a, in a, a Dutch booboo. accent. Go.
1: To, 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 toot, toot,
0: toot. I was more of a quarterback. <laughs> what just
1: happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No.
0: That, was, that was actually, an, you're a better mimic than Kate the witch. Mm-hmm. Ghost. Fuck
1: that mm-hmm. bitch. One day, an Englishman showed up to investigate. He was skeptical, like most of them were, and he was looking to debunk the whole thing. So at some point, he started talking about his English parents, who were still in England, and the voice started imitating his parents to him, speaking to him in his parents' voice. While he was sleeping that night, the spirit came and woke him up in the voices of his parents and they what I don't know what they were saying, but whatever it was, they were worried about him because they were in England and the spirit disturbed them by talking in his voice. He was so freaked out at the thought that this entity was, you know, what, flying over the ocean or just, you know
0: speed of light, man. Transporting somehow.
1: It's an entity. That she had gotten back to England. He left. He went back to England, yeah, ready, and he sent the bells a letter of apology.
0: You really do have a ghost. You're fucked. Move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm go to back end. to my home country.
0: Sincerely, scared ass guy from England.
1: But so apparently, however she traveled, she could do it in an instant because well, yeah. she was back and forth, you know, from England to Tennessee, pretty darn fast. One time, there were a couple of ministers at the house. Reverends, whatever I don't know my this is terms. Okay. rabbis. Well, I have reverend here, but oh, nice. so she could recite the exact sermon that he told that Sunday in church, word for word, hmm. she got it exactly right. He confirmed it that that was his exact sermon. The other reverend was there, who was there, said, "Okay,
0: now do it backwards. Do bitch. my sermon in pig
1: Latin." What was my sermon this past Sunday? She was able to recite word for word his sermon. So it was given by another reverend at another church the same day. So presumably at the same time, somehow she was able to know both of their sermons and could recite them word for word. Hmm. So that would have been like, okay, if she really is kind of zooming around, traveling around town, spying on people she would have had to have been in two, two places at the same time. Mm. Weird. Very weird. Yep. In another case, Lucy, you know, her favorite, she kind of wondered aloud whether a family member of hers named Jesse was back from his trip. You know, so probably she's, you know, I don't know, kneading her bread dough and saying, I wonder if Jesse's back yet.
0: I like that. See that Carrie added a little color, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, see that <laughs> she set the scene.
1: She gives them a little.
0: <laughs> needy, needy, I wonder if Jesse's back.
1: <clears throat> so Kate says, you know, oh, hang on there, old loose. I'll go check. I'll get right back to you. A loose. She left this time, however, you know she can get to England and back in an instant, or be in two churches at the same time. This took her about four or five minutes yeah. to mm-hmm. get, just a couple miles to Jesse's house. Mm.
0: She got distracted.
1: Uh huh. Who knows what she was doing? They make a big deal about this time difference. She could have been doing a whole bunch of things. Yeah, kind of, yeah maybe she got bored. Yeah, yeah.
0: she forgot about it. I, what the hell was I doing again? Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, she came back after a few minutes and said, Jesse is home. He's in his house reading by candlelight. He's safe. Don't worry about him. So, the next day, Jesse actually came over to the Bells' house and Lucy told him, I was oh, yeah. on a
0: vacation far away. Sorry, it's a long reference.
1: Yes. No, Lucy told him that she knew that Jesse had gotten back last night from his trip because Kate told them. And Jesse said, oh, yeah, I know. I was there when Kate came over. The door opened. My wife and I looked over.
0: Must just be Kate.
1: And there then you. we knew it was Kate. And then the door closed. And she was gone. So she didn't say anything or do anything.
0: Good thing we weren't
1: fucking. But, you know, <laughs> apparently to get into Jesse's house, ghost she has to open everything. the door. <laughs> Weirdness. Yeah. So, like I said, some of this is just kind of funny. Just yeah. little little things that happen. Not not classically evil like a demon or a witch or, you know, mm-hmm. what spirits it's typically a do. Ghost. Yeah, some of it. Some of it is. I don't know. But, you know, at this point, voices were heard at all times of the day and night. But all the physical stuff like the hitting and pinching and all that kind of stuff would only happen if it was completely dark Hmm. so as soon as somebody could get a candle lit everything would go away and it would stop at one point a detective Williams came to the house to investigate he said he didn't believe in supernatural things and he was pretty good at exposing frauds and hoaxes so they invited him in like they did everybody He was there for a couple days. Literally nothing happened. Hmm. So, you know, Kate's probably messing with him. He said this was proof. This was proof that it was a hoax and that the kids were doing it. And, you know, basically accused them of being frauds. At that point, John, the dad, got mad and was about to throw him out of the house. Right at that moment. so
0: weak from hunger that he couldn't even get up.
1: Yeah. Kate said, no, you don't, old Jack. Let him stay and I will attend to the gentleman and satisfy him that he is not as smart as he thinks. So the gentleman stayed. Sounds like a come on. Ooh, yep.
0: Oh, she's going to satisfy him, all right.
1: And when he went to sleep that night, he slept on the floor. Everybody slept on the floor. And Lucy would put down, like, a pallet of straw. <laughs> so he picked his pallet of straw, and he was laying down, and Kate pinned him to the floor. Oof. So he was asleep, but he woke up, and he literally couldn't move. He She was way stronger than him. He yelled out, calling for help. And at that point she asked him which family member he thought was holding him because he literally couldn't move which you know he'd probably be able to overpower any of the kids Yeah. so by the time somebody got a candle lit she was gone and then he was gone the next morning before breakfast Damn right yeah i'm out and at one point john bell suggested that they move and she said i will follow you to the ends of the earth huh. until you are dead and gone.
0: I would still give it at least one try. Yeah. Wouldn't you?
1: Call her out for, like her bluff.
0: Yeah. one what At I least know. once. Okay, we well, to move. Yeah. We don't tell her where. No one talk about out loud where we're going. Let's move. See if she can find us.
1: You forget that she's omniscient. Mm. And she had also, they knew she followed Betsy around.
0: Gotta give it a shot.
1: So she followed Betsy mm-hmm. to other people's houses.
0: Everybody goes in a different direction. Scatter. Meet up. She can't follow everybody.
1: Yeah, it um, took her four minutes to do that one thing. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: Four minutes.
1: Now we're to eighteen nineteen, so it's been a few years. There is supposedly a story that Andrew Jackson lived nearby. Of course, there is. He came over, and you know he had heard of it, didn't believe it, and his he had some men with him, and their wagon just they were on a smooth road, and the wagon just stopped abruptly, and the wheels wouldn't turn he they stopped you know he had his men basically take the wheels off inspect them make sure that there was nothing wrong with them nothing wrong with them and then after they got him back on everything started they started working again and at that point he said oh i guess it's that witch he went which witch and then they had a whole <laughs> bit
0: it was pretty funny
1: oh he heard a sharp metallic voice seemingly come from metallic. the bushes Saying, yeah, that's how he described it. All right, General, let the wagon move on. I will see you again tonight Hmm. at the Bells. He did, after all, go to the Bells. And, well, at that point, they looked around. They couldn't see anything. There was nobody there. And they went there. And, of course, they spent the night. General Jackson, this was before he was the president, he and all of his men were basically accosted by Kate, pinched, slapped, screamed at, and had their blankets ripped from them. General Jackson freaked out. Got the what? hell
0: out of there before breakfast. And it turns he, out it was a pulse.
1: Yep. Well, he was reported to have said, I'd rather fight the British in New Orleans than to have to fight the Bell Witch. Hmm. So he went on to commit genocide. <laughs> 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 Other people said Andrew Jackson wasn't there, wasn't in Tennessee at the time. <clears throat> so, so. so, yeah. So, you know, who knows? Good story that. <laughs> yeah. But we're getting to the end. One day, John and his son Richard. We've not heard of Richard. He's no. he's little I at call this him time. Dick,
0: little dicky. Yeah,
1: he's pretty little. John asked Richard to come out to the hog pen to help him separate the hogs, and when they were walking out there, it's a whole thing that hog farmers do. Don't need to get into it. They separate hogs. Yes, has to do with like which ones are going to go for bacon and which ones are going to uh, go for something know. else. So the
0: four-year-olds going bacon, bacon, <laughs> s- sow. <laughs> I'm going to call that one Colonel Mustard.
1: I don't think he was four, but somewhere in between six and ten. Okay.
0: Okay, still still seems pretty starting. Yes.
1: But so anyway, they're out there, and his dad's shoes keep flying off his feet. And... I, I'm assuming because Richard is lower to the ground.
0: Um, were they were made by that particular shoe company that, what's it called again? <laughs> Clark's. Clark's uh, that Carrie just wore for the first time ever and they literally melted onto uh-huh. the ru- carpet.
1: <laughs> this is a call out post.
0: <laughs> call out post. Do not buy Clark's. They are shit.
1: Their shoes fell apart. Yeah.
0: That was us. That was doing that instead of yelping. Yes, uh-huh. thanks.
1: So, anyhow, after the first time, one of John's shoes just flew off his foot. Richard helped him put it back on and retied it. And then the other shoe would come off. And, you know, I'm sure he's doing double knots, doing, you know, what he can to keep those shoes on. Maybe you shouldn't have a four-year-old
0: tie-your-shoes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then John complained, like, he got slapped across the face. And at one point, he sat down on a log, and his face was, like, jerking. And I imagine it, like, you know, jerking from side to side, like he's being slapped. (laughs) Right cheek, left cheek. And and his shoes flew off again.
0: Or he was having a stroke. And it was actually something.
1: Yeah. Richard helped him with his get his shoes back on and they could hear Kate singing and the dad just like started crying tears <laughs> yep and he basically said this is it my end is coming and I'm going to die soon mm. yep so mid December 1820 shortly after the hog incident John Bell did get sick and he kind of took to his bed and he was able to, he would like get up every morning and make breakfast, but he pretty much was spending all of his time in bed. The doctor came over and brought him some medication, and this little helper, Richard, was responsible for giving him his, his doses of medication.
0: Uh, a little suspicious. Looking at you, Richard. <coughs> I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: Well, after nearly every dose, Richard would hear Kate say, that is of no use. I'm going to kill him. Jeez, Kate's Rude. about me. Ah. Yep, on December 19th. Old Jack didn't get up. They Mm -hmm. went to the medicine Mm -hmm. cabinet to get his medicine, and it wasn't there. There was just a vial of brown, smoky liquid that nobody had seen before. They didn't want to give it to him because they didn't know what it was. (laughs) Good call. So what do you do with it if there's a weird liquid in your medicine bottle and you don't know what it is?
0: Give it to the hogs. Give it to the cat. No, (laughs) the cat, okay. (laughs) That's what cats were basically there for.
1: And the cat was dead in an hour or two. Jesus Christ. The cat
0: stupidly (laughs) ate it.
1: Yep. They, I think if you gave a cat people medicine, it would probably die too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, way, it's not good.
0: I, I, they, was, I guess it's chrome. That, uh, I guess. It's Not good. Well,
1: they threw the vial of liquid into the fire, and it emitted a a blue flame. Mmm. I just a chemical reaction. Yeah. Never knew what it was. I think their medicine just went bad.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: So, um, Ipecac. Kate said he will never get up. I did it. And then he died.
0: She sounds like a terrible person. Uh
1: huh. She's not a person.
0: Terrible witch, entity, ghost.
1: At John's funeral, Kate mocked him. Wow. She sang joyfully, cackled, and giggled maniacally. Jeez. And everybody there reportedly heard her.
0: Have some class, Kate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you won, all right? Then. I like you've been
1: there. Shortly after the funeral. She successfully ended Betsy's engagement to Joshua by cursing Joshua with choking fits.
0: Hmm.
1: Like that he couldn't he feeling like he was he couldn't stop feeling like he was choking, he said it felt like a sharp stick in his mouth. He probably mm-hmm. said, I'm out of here, Betsy, sorry. Oh yeah, my god. <laughs> I can't deal this. with this. So Betsy and Joshua were over. And at that point, I guess she did what? She set out to do, so she told the family she was done, and she'd go away, but she would return in seven years. Seven years? This was 1820, and apparently she did come back in 1827. I don't know what she did, and then a little while later, she said, I'm done. I'll be back in seven years. Jesus. And then there's no reports about whether or not she came back in 1935, or 1835, or whenever Four. that would have been. So... So anyway, so that was kind of it. I am
0: Jeepers Creepers.
1: She stopped haunting the Bell Farm, but people in the area think she continues to haunt. To this day. Yep. When they she think
0: next, uh, we got to we got to look um figure it out. Her Aaron, next scheduled that. haunting. Yep. Yeah, her next scheduled haunting. Oh yeah. Go 77. 77. Yeah.
1: Well, well this one lasted, you know. The first one lasted. Yeah, but years. Yeah. so Yep. We'll figure it out. Yep. She supposedly took up residence in an abandoned cave not far from the Red River, which lies, of course, on this uh, Native American burial ground. Naturally. And people still say that they hear the sounds of laughing, moaning, rasping, wheezing, and the voice of an old woman whispering or beckoning from the dark cave. There's also tales of people being choked, pushed, slapped, or having their hair pulled. Whenever they go in that cave? In and around that cave. Yep. Yep. And others have told of being having a feeling of being paralyzed or feeling like there's a bit, you know, really heavy weight on them, like being hugged yeah, <laughs> really, really but tightly. But not in a good way. Yep.
0: In a mean ant kind of way.
1: Yep. And people talk about seeing an old woman prowling about and animals apparently steer clear of the area. Of course they do. Yep. Oh, there's another little legend that if you take if you go to the bell witch cave and if you take even a small stone from the cave you will be haunted have great misfortune and you might even die hmm yep
0: sounds like either astrology or a fortune cookie
1: yep sounds like a dare so
0: yeah it does kind of sound like a dare Yep, i feel like a trip
1: so whoever's in the bell witch cave if it's kate or whoever it's it's usually you know not very nice um but at least one time she saved a child from being stuck in a hole. She pulled the kid out and even gave safety tips for exploring the cave. (laughs) Oh my God. She
0: quickly taught someone CPR and Mm -hmm. saved that child's
1: life. And apparently you can take a tour of the cave and a tour of a replica of the original Bell cabin, which is furnished with some of the original items owned Mm. by the Bells.
0: But you would have to go to Tennessee.
1: Yep, you would so what do you guys think
0: um uh, i think well
1: let me just tell you first no tell me what you think first i have
0: a theory about these kinds of stories yes there are many of these kinds of stories in american and other history and english history and everywhere i'm sure yes but especially and the older they are the more likely i think my theory is but they don't have to be really old for my theory to fit i think essentially you and i've talked about this yeah where i think you know there's a germ of something going on there is something contemporaneous that people did think oh there's something weird in that household and as the story is told and retold over the years there are accretions, and the accretions are specifically to make the story more and more believable as something supernatural. That is, so we say, yeah, the first stories are like, whatever, the witch would say um, there'd be voices in the night and crackings, things like that. they say, okay, well, that's not that unbelievable. Well, okay, but then they'd say things that no one else could possibly know. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah, and then one time, they tell, they, they met with this guy's Dutch grandma's voice. Well, that's impossible if that's not supernatural. And then they also did two sermons at the same time. And it's just over the is these accretions are the the more the, the the accretions are are likely to be amazing and supernatural because that's the point of the the retelling is to make them sound because the stories sound more and more amazing and supernatural and, and impossible to explain uh, by that's what i was going to say and somebody can't explain means. it
1: away it's like
0: oh well yeah every accretion is to is so that skeptic quote unquote mm-hmm. cannot explain it away because mm-hmm. you wanted to make it more yeah. see how amazing the story is that's so yeah th- this is one of many stories like that. It'd be interesting to see if there are contemporaneous accounts uh, of, of exactly what kind of phenomenon was really going on in real time at that time, as opposed to, as a, to you know added in later retellings.
1: Well, and that's what I was going to tell you. I mean, there are lots of books and articles written about the Bell Witch, mm-hmm. but they all kind of lead back to a single source, which uh, is a writer <laughs> named Martin Van Buren Ingram. He, <laughs> he
0: was the president, but not
1: he was actually i think he owned the newspaper and he wrote a book in 1894 called the authenticated history of the bell witch and it's the first real you know written yeah thing on the case so eight, yeah and it was released 75 years after the fact yeah. but the reason is john bell's children they all said and his grandson said none of this can be published while anybody who lived through it is still alive so they how, had how
0: can he possibly that's dumb
1: well because he had all the notes and everything he had wait who did John Bell's grandson I don't know yeah, I don't know the son of who not Drew's son. Yeah,
0: but think about it. Until it gets these notes get to John Bell's grandson, this incredible story is not told by well, anyone else. I mean that's nonsense.
1: Well, yeah. See, um, the, but that's why I'm saying I don't know. There were plenty of townspeople. Yes. That reportedly. And you said there's a newspaper things, at the time things. in that town, uh-huh.
0: and the, you know I, I'm I'm sure records yeah. are. See that which brings you to the other possibility. Of this, the one possibility is the story is told for the first time many years later, and it's really it's just a it's an honest telling, but it's a compilation of these retellings, which are increasingly bullshit. Mm-hmm. Or it's just flat made up at that first telling in 1894 by Martin Van Buren yeah Stacht, or whatever the
1: other's name was. Well, they said a lot of it came from Richard Bell, who, who was, who little was a little boy at the time, and he apparently wrote up notes of his experiences, but he wrote it obviously many years later
0: and in crayon
1: when he was an adult no much later in crayon Karen. Mm-hmm. what i'm telling you is that okay. he still wrote crayon yes so anyway you know i love these stories but to me they're just that they're stories yeah they're well, at the very
0: least you can say they're absolutely unprovable they're not well of course positive evidence yes. for ghosts to haunt you especially
1: like when it happened so long ago yeah
0: i mean i know that's that's the uh, that's the awkward things like people sort of people believe this can tell the story and say see that couldn't have happened you couldn't have done the sermon thing and the dutch grandma things like that and the response is always like what i guess oh well but it's it's made up it's it's not true so, well you can say that about anything and and my response is yeah i can't yeah. say that about anything <laughs> and it's almost always that is the real reason that these things are so unbelievable yes because they aren't true and they never happened or they're wildly exaggerated or embellished or what have you so yeah again i, I bet you there was probably something in this case i think in most cases there are there's something uh, there, you know there, you think there, there's
1: something supernatural no
0: no no. something the bells did go through something a poltergeist experience and we now know the modern theories of poltergeist are you know they have yes. plenty of adolescents in that house and poltergeist experiences in modern times do do similar things to the kind of phenomenon that you just related so yeah it there may have been some kind of of that kind of incident that Happened, and over the years, it was just embellished and added onto. Yeah, and and further so by Martin Luther Van Buren King Jr.
1: Martin Van Buren Ingram
0: Ingram. So I don't know, Aaron. Huh? Your theory, fake. Fake. Wow. I'm yeah. gonna go, I'm gonna change mine. I'm gonna say it's real. I'm gonna say it mm-hmm. happened. I mean, yeah. A bit of it, Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I tend to believe things when I read them, you know, cuz cuz I I you know, I've ghosts are real. Yeah. My god,
0: Trump's book was so convincing.
1: <laughs> and you know, because like, you know, when you watch a movie, uh, you know, that's completely made up and nobody believes the people that are yeah. going through this, you know, horrific ghost phenomenon in their house or whatever, but we see it. We yeah. see yeah. them you can experiencing clearly see it's happening. it. The bent
0: neck lady was I spoiler know. alert. No, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, don't say
1: it. Okay. But so yeah, like the haunting of Hill House. I'm on their side I because I see what they're going through. Yep.
0: The police didn't believe him. And,
1: uh-huh.
0: Uh, they went through a lot, man.
1: So when I'm reading these things, I'm hundred percent a believer, but then of course when I get to the end, duh, none of it happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my I mean, honestly, that's just it's unprovable. Yeah. I would I am I'm, I'm I would still I would love for there to be ghosts and spirits and things like that that did that kind of a thing that'd be great i would like Make it too the world so much more, so more interesting
1: so we all know yeah. i adopted a ghost when i was a child successfully
0: too that ghost is from now has college and is, is doing quite a wealth of family its <laughs> from
1: the back of my jack and jill magazine yeah. <laughs> i don't know how much it costs but i paid
0: you were a goober i got oh a certificate
1: God. and a candle Peter. jasper <laughs> was my ghost Jasper.
0: wow you were you were absolutely defrauded and
1: i never saw jasper because i wasn't allowed to light the candle
0: oh really
1: I was a small child. Oh, so, do it. Well, no one's looking. I followed the rules. <laughs> yeah, I bet
0: you did. Well, thank you, Carrie.
1: Well, you're welcome. To, and apparently this was like the inspiration for lots of stories and movies, including the Blair Witch Project.
0: That's what I've heard, yeah. That yeah. it had some vague inspiration. It doesn't seem like it. It
1: doesn't seem like it to me either, but...
0: I think more in the sense that the Blair Witch was like the Bell Witch and and did things similar to the Bell Witch and was a a local legend Legend, kind of a thing as opposed to the events weren't.
1: weren't No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nothing like that. It wasn't about the Bell family or anything like that.
0: No, no. We can't blame John Bell for one of the worst movies of all time. No. No. Horrible movie. Makes you nauseous in many ways. So thank you, Carrie. That was a fascinating story of one of the oldest hauntings in the US, a classic tale of haunting. That we think is complete bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But you never know.
1: Well. You, you kind of do. But you never know.
0: Let's <laughs> leave it with that. So until next time, we'll join us for something equally chilling or interesting or somehow weird. Spooky. We don't know how. We have, lo- as you know, our definition of weird here is very, very massive. It's sprawling. Anything that's weird is actually weird.
1: Kind of like the what? definition of witch.
0: <laughs> yes. So see you next time, Carrie. Tell them where they can find us
1: weirdworldpodcast.com dot WeirdWorldPodcast at gmail.com, Weird World Podcast on Instagram, Patreon, and Facebook, and World Pod on Twitter. She's
0: good. She has a she has a voice for NPR. Woo. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks
1: for listening. Love you. I'm the Bell Witch. <laughs> she only loved old loose.